It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everybody. Uh, NFL in London. Ryan and Wade, and we're both in Canada, which is yeah, NFL in Canada. NFL in Canada, this podcast. Two Canucks who live in London, but we're 20 minutes apart in in Canada, which is kind of interesting. A bit of, bit of snow outside where I am at. Yeah, uh, exactly. Beautiful. Perfect. Should disappear. Ryan's got his kids and I've had an edible. So let's see how this podcast goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's legal. Well, welcome to Canada. Exactly. Yeah. I had yeah. some uh, lucky charms. I had some it's, lucky charms. That's we. Yeah, that's what we call it. Um, Great. Look, this is the, the holiday treat for all of us because the NFL... <laughs> Is all all this weekend, uh, and and Ryan and I being here in the in the Eastern Time Zone means we get to enjoy ah, some of the late games. Yes, uh, with some North American food full of additives, but uh, it's all good. Everything's expensive here. It's all fun, uh, but we got some great games lined up. Let's talk about first the uh, and you get to tip and you get to tip for your drinks. Don't forget uh, that tip, twenty percent, twenty percent tips <laughs> for your drink for for pouring that beer. Drink. Yeah, as somebody's lived in the UK for twenty years, you're like. Are you serious? I gotta pay you twenty. You just, I could literally just pull that handle. Um, but here we go. Uh, Thursday night football. How about that one? Uh, L.A. Uh, rolls to another win. Um, it's looking like the playoffs. Matt Stafford could be playing Detroit. Uh, I know, make- right? Everyone's kind of now the 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 NFL. They're gonna get make that happen. You gotta make yeah, this- that happen. The right? storyline. Uh, come on, if it's scripted, that's what that's the script you want to see. Matt Stafford returning to Detroit. Everyone wants to see that. Would be one of the highest rated games, probably like a playoff games. I'd say. Yeah, it would very much. And everyone, everyone would bet the Rams. Yeah. I would say this feels like one where like all the money would come, but then the gamblers would bet the Detroit probably. Um, we you got to really the way that- Stafford is just yeah. slinging it like he was throwing baseball throws. Puka Nakua is just having a hell of a year as well. Um, and you've got to really give it up to L.A. Um, you know, that was it was a hard fought game. Uh, New Orleans looked like they might have a chance to come back. But L.A. gets the win here moving towards it. And I mean, you know, we people were talking about how the Packers and, and L.A. But L.A. really is a team that's looks like it could be disruptive if they go to the playoffs. And it just shows you the 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 importance of just being able to hit on those some of those mid-round draft picks that you get because mm-hmm. they haven't had like first rounds in a while so I, everyone was just expecting them to kind of just fall off just because yeah. of the lack of talent and lack of um basically assets and they've just taken you know, Puka Nakua is only 130 yards away from breaking uh the rookie record which yeah. was Calvin Johnson who was yeah. also quarterbacked by Matthew Stafford. Matt Stafford. So yeah. it's just all, it's all coming. Yeah, you're right. He's been awesome. Watching that game, he's just slinging little sidearms, no look passes. And the fact that Puka's just shown up, because I think that was the biggest thing you had, you know, Cooper Cup, who's kind of coming off injuries, and he didn't really didn't do anything that game. But Kyron Williams, who's also just mm-hmm. been absolute lights out. He's like one of those guys who's the fantasy winner, right? Yeah. You take him and it, you just get this lucky guy in the last who just takes off in the last like six weeks. And yeah. it feels like they're them like the Buffalo Bills. They're like the Bills of the <clears throat> NFC. They're yeah. just not a team. I don't think anyone wants to play in the first round. Yeah. And I mean you gotta look at Sean uh, Sean McVay. I mean this is <clears throat> this is a hell of a coaching job he's done with what he's got. And I mean I think you know when we looked at him Super Bowl winner a couple of years ago, everyone's like, you know, young phenom, but he's really done a good job of coaching this team and, and putting together a solid core. As you're right, that nobody wants to face. No one, no one wants to take on the Rams. Um, so, you know, good win. They've got a Thursday night victory in week 16, and then now they get 10 days of rest. Um, but it's, it's just another disappointing car game. Eh? No, again, it was another disappointing car game. There's just no way you feel like if you're a Saints fan that, 
you're going to be able to keep up with the teams that put up 30 because there's no. just no way they're going to be able to do it. Like they used to have Kamara who just doesn't look the same. He doesn't have that explosiveness. Like, like the way James Cook looks now is the way yeah. Kamara used to look like having that, just those long strides and just able to look smooth. And he just, again, there's something broken. And I think until they're now committed to car for another year. So this is a bit of a mess. So, yeah, well, they got to give him some tools, and obviously, so, not having Olave. Again, it's going to be tough. Like, I, yeah. well, Olave's been there, but again, not having anyone else, they need more yeah. weapons. You have Jimmy Graham, who had like three touchdowns on four captures all year, so it's like that's your weapon, Jimmy G. Um, let's go through some of the games. Though. We got some exciting games, and it's Saturday games. Saturday football, everyone. Saturday the twenty third. We've got two big games lined up. First is an AFC North matchup. Uh, Cincinnati are eight and six. Browning is uh, three-point favorites heading into Pittsburgh, uh, where Mike Tomlin is 7-7 seven and seven at risk of having a losing season. Cincinnati favored by three in this one, over under 37. People not expecting a lot of points in this one. Pittsburgh at home. Um, Trubisky. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. I think it's Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Be the one uh, Mason yeah, Rudolph. I... Um, yeah, things are not looking good. But, uh, you know, obviously when uh, Watt plays, uh, Pittsburgh defense steps up. Cincinnati... Uh, these guys have played each other hard, but eight and six Cincinnati is looking, you know, pretty good. Um, how do you feel this one as they head into it's it's tricky? Like I don't feel good if I'm either team. I mean, Browning's. I think if the Cincinnati got three straight wins out of Browning, which I didn't think, and he's been great. Mm-hmm. He's been able to move the ball up and down the field. So great T Higgins catches last week, uh, but they don't have Jamar Chase this week, which I think when you're playing. Um, a team like Pittsburgh, you know, you, you need as many weapons as you can get. So that's definitely going to hurt them because T. Higgins now kind of on his own as the number one. Um, but, man, I just can't. Mason Rudolph, I can't believe that this is going to be. Maybe he has that, like, this is my last chance vibes, and he kind of goes mm-hmm. out there and does it. But it doesn't feel like if you're on to your third, yeah. third string quarterback, it just doesn't feel like he's going to be bad to turn it around. So um, I, I just... As much as I would probably love to see Pittsburgh win this game um, for the Bills' chances of the playoffs, I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I just think Browning's the better quarterback, and T. Higgins is better than anyone they have, and Joe Mixon's as good as anyone they So I'm just going to go with uh, the better offensive coach against a, a team that's just kind of Tomlin's. It feels like not that he's losing it, but it just doesn't feel like he's able to motivate them to turn them around. Because usually mm-hmm. when they have that bad Pittsburgh game, you always feared playing Pittsburgh the next week, but they yeah. lost three straight and haven't not even been competitive really yeah. in any of them. So I just, I, again, since he's at least fighting for something, I guess Pittsburgh's backs against the wall. Cause if they lose this, it's pretty much over, Yeah, but uh, I'm still going to go Cincinnati 23 uh, to 17. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go low scoring on this one. I think Pittsburgh's gonna cover it just based on the defense. Uh these guys play each other really tough. I've got it 16 to 15. Cincinnati wins, but Pittsburgh oh, covering God. it. I think it's just gonna be a low scoring, ugly field goal affair. Um man, the again, rugby, rugby yeah, game. Yeah, pretty much. Like the defense will hold. Um, but I think Pittsburgh keeps it close on this one. Um, but Cincinnati gets an irk out of a win. The Saturday game Ryan is looking forward to as he heads to a bar with his brother. Buffalo are eight and six. <laughs> yes. Uh, as they head into Los Angeles as the Chargers are five and nine. Buffalo 12-point favorites in this one. Buffalo starting to feel their legs now as the playoffs start to go. Um, you know, earlier on in the season it was struggling, but an eight and six Buffalo team are 12-point favorites and a 44-point over under affair. 
Keenan Allen will be out, which means how the heck are the Chargers going to score um, with Eastman's stick? Um, Buffalo looking all sorts of greatness. Uh, is there any way the Chargers have any chance in this one? Yes, there is only one way, and it's the fact that teams that fire their coaches always seem to play well the next week, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. know, you have the Raiders smoking cigars because uh, Josh McDaniels is gone. There always seems to be that bump. That weird little bump the moment you fire a coach. Because like I think especially with the Chargers, that team had had just so many crap. And they just looked like they've given up. Um the problem is yeah, with no Keenan Allen, I think Joey Bosa might be out mm-hmm. too. I, I just don't see anyone who's and I think Eckler's kind of already looking for new teams. Like they've kind yeah. of it's now just decided to bench him. He's kind of in the in like basically on to next season, it feels like. Yeah. So I think they're going to look at other people, and they're not even going to use that for that much. Um, I think the Bills are humming, and you just got to feel like you just got to keep that foot on the gas. Do not let up. You have to show everyone in the league that you're the team that no one wants to play. So you got to come out there. The fact that it's in LA around Christmas, there are going to be no Charger fans in that place. It's yeah. going to be just homeless off. people. <laughs> yeah. They don't even want it. They're like, I'll yeah. stay in the tent. Yeah, no. They go watch. The, they go watch the Chargers. Um, but I'm gonna go. I I just gotta go with that Buffalo the way James Cook's playing. I could see finally Stefan Giggs having a big game out here. Um, but Buffalo can't let the foot off the gas. The only hope is that this new coach can motivate them and they just play better. But it's just a lack of talent right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go uh, Bills 31 uh, to 14. I think. Yeah, it's gonna be a beauty. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of with you on that. I mean, look, Buffalo also firing a coach and James Cook seems to be running the ball now more, um, which is good for Buffalo. I don't see with Keenan Allen being out. I can't see any way that the Chargers stay in this. I I, I can't see any way that they score. I've got it 30 to 17. Um, but yeah, I think Buffalo easily covers his 12 points, um, which it seems like quite a bit, a 12 point spread. But at, the, at this point, there's nothing the Chargers can really do, and there's no motivation for the Chargers to feel anything in this one. Uh, I'm with you. It's, yep. it's funny about this game is that it's uh, one of those. Um, so in America, it's on Peacock or something yeah. like that. So it's like when they bought, they probably paid just a shit ton. They're like Herbert, Josh Allen, right yeah. near the end, fighting for the playoffs. This is going to be great. Now it's like, God damn it! Just like what is happening? This is like now all these Saturday lineups. They thought they'd have, you know, they thought it'd be Pickett versus Burrow, like this great Saturday day. And I think yeah. the, the way all these NFL backups are coming in, just going to be. I'd, I'd be interested to see what the ratings are for this Bills Chargers game. How well, many people be, just say? It'll how be many huge. people are just going to be like, yeah? But no, how many subscriptions do you think Peacock's going to get to watch Easton Stick at his ass? Yeah, no, I guess so about that. I mean, apparently they're giving a commercial free fourth quarter, which a lot of people like. Um, but oh, you know, that's a good idea. We will find that's out. Uh, we will find out ratings wise, and and when we try to watch it tonight. Luckily, sports bars play everything in Canada. Yeah. Um, we head into Sunday, the Sunday Fun Day games, uh, as everyone's excited for Christmas Eve. Um, as we wait for Santa, but more importantly, we wait for the playoffs. Indianapolis are eight and six. Gardner Minshew. Heading into Atlanta, where six and eight Atlanta, um, the quarterback situation is not going well. Tyler Heineke will be starting, but they're one point favorites, uh, Atlanta at home as they're six and eight. 44 and a half is the over under. Jonathan Taylor looks like he'll be back as well. A um, little strange, Atlanta's a one point favorites when, uh, you know, Indianapolis yeah. is getting this motivation going. 
I know. Well, what does India need to do? They've been one like five straight. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, no, they had one bad game. Thinking there, but they've been playing great football over the last month and a half. And you're watching Atlanta. The only bump they're going to get is you don't have to watch Ritter throw an interception in the red zone again. This, yeah. But it feels like again we, they went to Heineke. It didn't really make anything that much better. And it was just the last week. Look, B. John Robinson. What he got like. Barely even touched the ball. I yeah. don't understand what Arthur Smith's plan is. He seems like he gets these weapons and it's like, I'm going to make the third and fourth round guys work. Uh-huh. Like this, like, I'm such a genius. Yeah. I don't even need these guys. Like, is this like a thing where he just hated the pick and uh-huh. he did not want it? So now this is like, I th- because I think if he loses this, um, I, I just don't see how you can keep this guy around. No. Like, he is losing his team. He is losing everything about. And you have this, there's the vision will never be this easy to win. Yeah. And then, then the history you got now you got Baker Mayfield who's getting hot. He's coming on. So and everything just feels like Arthur Smith, I think, losing the team slowly. And I think a bad win here could just end it. I think uh, I, I, I'm going to go Colts. I want the Falcons to win badly, uh, but they're just not going to do it. I just can't. I just, I if it wasn't Taylor, I'd rather them go to their third guy. We've seen Taylor Heineke, mm-hmm. but they're going to try run it whack one more time. So I'm going to go 2017 for the Colts. I've got it 21 16 for the Colts. Same reason, uh, you know, I, the defense that Atlanta, you know, much much talented defense uh, was good at stopping the run is not anymore. Um, and so you sort of wonder what the heck is going on. As you said with Arthur Smith, it's like, dude, how are you keeping this job? Um, whereas Indianapolis, you know, you're starting to see that, you know, with Jacksonville falling weak, Indianapolis could take this division. Um, so I like Indianapolis to win this one, 21 to 16. Heading into O Carolina for a stinky game as Green Bay is really starting to fall apart. They're six and eight, but they're five point favorites over a Carolina team who's the worst in the league at two and 12 over under is 37. Um, yeah, the Packers looked like they were okay. And then you know, Jordan Love and everything has just fallen apart. There's been injuries. There's been illnesses going through the locker room and both locker rooms. Uh, this weekend, there's a lot of flu going around across the NFL. Um, Carolina, man, uh, at home against Green Bay. This game is not going to be huge in ratings-wise. Um, but I actually like Carolina to cover this one. Uh, I think they, both these teams suck. <coughs> um, but how about you? I'm I'm, I'm pulling for well, I think Carolina the, can cover this five the, points. The red hot Carolina Panthers um, coming in again. Th- to me, this just is the game where, even though Green Bay's defense has been so bad, it just it just feels like it didn't matter. Look at uh, Carolina can't move it. It doesn't uh, matter. Even if they're playing the worst defense in the league, Carolina would struggle to put up twenty. Like yeah. that's just the way it is. I think again that that last playoff spot's going to be probably potentially eight and nine. You can get it. So Green uh-huh. Bay's got to got to fight for this like the division's gone all that dreams of them fighting it back and coming back now and just get to the playoffs fix fix the offense you know which has been kind of consistent their defense has just been letting them down like in that where they just let teams just drive on them at the end of the game because they just not being able to get the pass rush that they were before but they again when Jair Alexander comes back that's going to make things a bit easier but to me this is just a must win for uh, Green Bay, you're playing a crappy team. Take care of business. Um, I'm gonna go that they win. Uh, 27 to 17. Ooh, yeah, I got it. 16 to 13 for Green Bay. Uh, I don't see a lot of points being scored in this one. Uh, you know, Green Bay also struggles. You're talking about the defense; they struggle to contain the run. So, Chuba Hubbard actually could have a good day. 
uh, on these guys. But to me, you know, this is a good this is a good chance for Carolina. I actually I could almost see an upset in this one, um, just because oh, Green Bay God. has been back and forth in terms of their inconsistencies, as you say. And if you know, as they do say, that there is some illnesses going around, Green Bay could really struggle if if they're you're down a few strings. So uh, I like Green, I like Carolina to cover this one, but I'm not going to watch this game even on red zone. This game is some AFC possibilities as Cleveland and Joe Flacco are nine and five as they head into Houston, where CJ Stroud will not be playing again. Uh, Houston is eight and six. Uh, Cleveland, two and a half point favorites in this one. 40 points is the over under AFC playoff implications. Obviously, in this one, Joe Flacco has been playing some good football. Um, and they're two and a half point favorites. Houston, does Houston have a chance on Christmas Eve? Well, yeah, because again, like Flacco needed like an amazing comeback to even have that to even happen because he looked dead and buried that whole game. And then just at the end last week, the Bears just let him back in mm-hmm. slowly. Uh, but again, Houston, they were the same thing. They were just kept fighting and just held on and held on. And it just seemed no matter what, they they just couldn't get put away. Um I think if I'm going to go with one, I would probably go with Cleveland. I think they got the better defense, and I think that's going to be the difference bigger. You're going to have Flacco do these bad, bad touchdowns, but this is just one of those games. I think that these teams know they're both kind of eight and six and nine and five. One of them takes another loss. That's going to be huge. I think mm-hmm. Cleveland can afford to take the loss a bit more, but I just think with that defense against Case Keenum versus you know, Flacco versus Houston's defense. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it's gonna be ugly. I don't think it's gonna be a good or a fun game to watch, but I'm gonna go um 14 to 10 for the Ooh. Browns. Yeah, I'm sort of with you on this one. Low scoring. I, I think it's gonna be the David and Joku show because Flacco really seems to connect with him. Um, you know, he's been having over 50 yards pretty much every game. So fantasy-wise, I'll be looking at him. But I'm with you on this one. Cleveland wins this one. I think it'll be the David Njoku show. 21 to 18. Uh, low scoring. Uh, I, I've got both you and I have it hitting the under. Interesting game as we head into Tennessee. Seattle has been struggling. Geno Smith back and forth. But it looks like he'll be playing in this game. Seattle 7-7 seven and seven as they head into a Tennessee team. It's not been their year. They're 5-9. and nine. Uh, A lot of talent, but not enough talent. Uh, Billy wow. Jeans, um, 41 and a half is the over under at home. Seattle, you know, obviously trying to fight. They were looking good, uh, but they've been dropping a lot of games as they're at 500 now. Um, Tennessee at home, Christmas Eve. How do you like this game? Yeah, I think Seattle's got to take this. I think they have such a tough schedule, even coming up, that they these are the games they had on to have to take. I think if you're Tennessee, you just you want to see Levis do well. But again, even then, you know, Derrick Henry is kind of looking old now. Like he's not being the dominant subway where he can kind of carry the team on his back anymore. You know, Hopkins has been a real fun adding, but again, he's 31 years old. He's not going to be part of your long-term future. And Will Levis almost got murdered last week. So at that game, he was like almost uh-huh. bent in half. So um, even if he plays... It just doesn't feel like I think Seattle's the desperate team. And I think Tennessee's just a team that's like kind of probably in the back of their mind, the coaches and GM are like, let's get the highest traffic we can get. Yeah. Only three games left. Let's just kind of get through this. No major injuries. So I think Seattle, in fact, Geno's come back after that, you know, huge win that, that, that Drew Locke kind of got that. Maybe they got that team a little bit of fire in them. And Geno now knows that, you know, if he's struggling he's not able to do it you know they have this guy who did that emotional speech after the game and 
Everyone loved it, and it's now now he's got a little bit of heat on him. So I think Gino plays has to play his butt off to kind of keep Drew Locke from taking over. So I'm going to go with Seattle to win, uh, twenty four to sixteen. I actually like Tennessee in this position. I, I do at home. Um, it, it seems like that emotional win, you know, with a Drew Locke victory, it was a big win. But, you know, um, Tennessee, as you say, m- maybe, but I think this is one of those games they play. It's at home. It, I think that they've got that fight. And I think Seattle will struggle. This, you talk about Derrick Henry. I think this could be his day. Um, I've got Tennessee in an upset in this one, 23-21. Ooh. Uh, I, like the, I like Tennessee at home in this one. I think Seattle, emotional win uh, last week. But uh, Tennessee, I think, needs this more. And for Christmas, they're going to want to reward their fans with a hometown victory. This game has got nothing but ugly on it as the New York Jets are three point favorites. <laughs> what the, what do they got to play for anymore? Uh, Washington. I mean, is, and they played the Washington Generals. Uh, yes, it's like they two could. point favorites. Uh, Washington's four and 10. The Jets are five and nine, three point favorites and a 39, 37 and a half point over under a fair. I, I don't think anyone wants to watch this game, but we're going to have to. Um, Jets at home. Uh, what's the motivation? I don't. I don't even know what, what they're playing for anymore. It just seems like with Rogers and everything, it's 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 now just let's just end this. Um, yeah, Washington. What, how do you how do you feel on this game? Well, after just missing out on my Jets upset last week um, over Miami, mm-hmm. you know, just thirty points away from that that upset. That was close. Happening. That was very close. It's, yeah. it's, I was feeling. I was feeling really confident. It was just all the stuff about that defense and everything, and then and then and I even benched Jalen Waddle. Yeah. And then he went off and nice. put up 20 points. I still won because I have Christian McCaffrey to save yeah. me constantly from my own stupidity. Um, so I was able to pull that off. Again, they got Trevor Simeon starting. I'm I'm done. I can't bet the Jets. There's just yeah. there's just no way I can bet them. I don't even know. Again, are you gonna have um are they even gonna play what's his name? Howell. Sam Howell. Are they yeah, going? I don't know. I, I don't again, think so. Yeah. They they benched him, you know, they benched Jacoby Brissett. Came in, yeah. actually moved the ball right yeah, there yeah. in the game. He had this little comeback he was making. So um I just think the Jets are toast. Like the whole Aaron Rodgers thing was just so stupid. And now yeah. it's now he's like practicing on with the team and just like got some guy gets fired because he wants to practice. Yeah. I all just it was a big giant waste of time. This and it, the whole season's been ruined. If I'm a Jets fan, I'm just a player, I'm just like this season it's been a nightmare. I just want to be done with it. Uh so I'm gonna take Washington to win. I just have no faith, even if the Jets D, I'm done with them. Um I, I think it's gonna be like 13 to 9 Jets. Yeah, Washington, Washington. Wins. Uh, Yeah, I'm the same with you. I think I got Washington to win this one. I think they've got more motivation here. Um, uh, running game, it's still going to be ugly. I've got it 19 to 14. Um, again, hitting the under. Uh, I just don't see a lot of points in this one, or just excitement. Uh, field goal fiesta, ugly, ugly, ugly game. The last of our one o'clock games on the Sunday Fun Day is is a battle of the NFC North. Detroit are 10 and 4. They're three point favorites heading into Minnesota, who are 7 and 7. Minnesota's defense has been playing fierce, although last week not so much. 47 points is the over under in this one, anticipating a lot of points indoors. Uh, it's in a dome. This is the battle for the North, um, but Detroit's obviously got three wins on them. Um, but also, Detroit has been struggling there. You know, at 10 and 4, their defense has been scored upon. Um, interesting game in this one, the NFC North in Minnesota. Um, yeah. 
How do you like? It? I like. I like Detroit. I watched Nick Mullins last week. I watched that whole game. He threw one of the all-time interceptions. It yeah, was truly fantastic. I've never seen anything like it. We'll probably never see one that bad again. Um, and he was just bad. He was giving the ball away. They were trying to lose it about uh, fifty different ways. It felt like the only real kind of exciting thing is that Tyson Chandler looked really good. So. Mm-hmm. They've been kind of depending on Madison all year, and that's been a bit of a disaster. And Tyson Chandler looked great. And then what did they do whenever they got close? They just kept doing Nick Mullins uh, sneaks when mm-hmm. they have a guy who was averaging five and a half a carry behind them. It was, again, that's just bad coaching. I think Detroit, at least, kind of that last game, kind of there was a lot of doubt about them. Are they falling apart? Have they lost it? And boom, they were having a big game. Goff, five touchdowns. So I, I think, again, we're going to see Detroit at home. I think you saw Brian Flores' defense, which couldn't make any stops against Cincinnati with uh, Browning. Like he was, even with Jamar Chase injured, Browning was just up and down the field. Minnesota had that game like three times and yeah. they blew it. So um, I think they're not going to be able to do that with Detroit and they're not going to be able to keep up, I think, with Detroit's offense. So um, I think they're reeling a bit, Minnesota and Mullins is not the dude you can't lose to mullins if you're detroit so i'm gonna go uh 28 to 20 for detroit i think this is the perfect position for minnesota Mm -hmm. i think that they've got you know they've got the tools that can just beat detroit um the defense will rattle uh stafford Uh, i think the running game is going to struggle as well with that defense coming at them i like minnesota at home in this one i've got an upset i've got minnesota winning this one 29 to 26 lots of points being scored in this one um but this is one of those teams, Detroit. I don't know, and as uh, they're ten and four, but you don't. I don't feel that they're they're a very beatable ten and four. You know, you can come in and, and shake them up. Um, the defense hasn't been playing like they were, so I'm taking Minnesota for the upset here. Oh, big upset! Much. We head into the late games uh, as we approach Santa uh, on Christmas Eve. The as we approach here, um, as we approach you fighting with your spouse that there's only one more game left. Yes, and, exactly. Uh, around this time. Yeah. I'll wrap the presents you later. It would be over by five. Yeah. It's right. Wait, there's one more game. Yeah. Hold well, on. Gonna... Did another game start? What do you mean, first quarter? Um, <laughs> let's head to Florida, though. As Tampa there's going to be, there's going to be so many fights, by the way, on Christmas Eve about football. It's going to be hilarious. As a single man, and, I'm, I'm not going to see and that. I, and <laughs> I'm in, I'm, I'm probably potentially one of them. I'm in a yeah. fantasy football semifinals, and it's, it's going to be a disaster. Anyway. Yeah, well, let's disaster is when we head to Florida. Tampa Bay is seven and seven, Jacksonville eight and six, but oh, how Jacksonville has been falling. Uh, Trevor Lawrence sort of coming back at it. Uh, this game's a pick em at this point because uh, they were wondering what was going to happen with Trevor Lawrence. Um, 42 and a half is the over under in this one. Baker Mayfield. And playing some good football, him and Mike Evans. Yeah. The defense, maybe not so much, but this is a Florida game at home in Tampa, mm-hmm. not too far for Jacksonville to travel. Um, all Florida be nice and sunshine. What do you how do you like this Florida game? I, I'm gonna go with Tampa. I, I I've been really impressed. I watched them play uh well, we watched them play in yeah. the, the Green Bay game. You know, Baker looks good. He's having a solid year for four mil like what they're paying him, four million. Like he's yeah. having the most value probably quarterback in the, in the whole league. And now he's got chances that that division you just saw um, like the saints lose. So like, it's wide open. They know Atlanta's reeling with, so I think this is uh Tampa Bay's division to take. And I can't believe Tom Bowles is going to somehow pull off this division. Yeah. It just shows you that, that the disaster of head coaches that exist in the NFC South. 
Um, I, I think, again, Baker's got the weapons. I think something's not right in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. You know, Trevor Lawrence has looked a bit of a mess. And this this guy was supposed to be like generational talents coming in. Yeah. And it's it's never been able to pull like three games in a row off. It's always like, and now he's like got illnesses and he's kind of injured his ankle. They're, they're, they're just, I, I agree, they're reeling. So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go with Tampa to kind of come in and really open the door for like someone like the Colts to kind of leapfrog. Yeah. Which we, a couple of weeks ago, we thought this division was Jacksonville's in a cakewalk. Yeah. And now it looks like, you know, they, they could be, they could be risk of not even making the playoffs if mm-hmm. they keep this up. So I'm going to go Tampa. Tampa's just, I mean, Mike Evans and Godwin's looking better and Baker's feeling himself. I, I'm loving this underdog Baker. So I'm going to go. Uh, 24-23. Close one. Yeah, I'm with you. I got Tampa Bay to win this one as well. 24-21. Yeah, there's something wrong in Jacksonville. Um, The running game, it just seems like they've had a a bunch of injuries, which obviously impacted their offensive line and their ability to score points. Um, I just, in this Battle of Florida, I I really like Tampa Bay at home in this one. Um, You know, as you say, Baker, is he's playing. He's he's balling out, you know. Uh, He's playing hard, so... Not, not a lot of not a lot of tools at disposal. Um, but in the Battle of Florida, I'm gonna take Tampa Bay. Man, this game it looks exciting on paper. Both teams are 10 and 4. Dallas is 10 and 4. Miami is 10 and 4. Miami's at home. One and a half point favorites. The over-under is 50 points. So Las Vegas knows that there's gonna be lots of points scored in this one. Um, Miami at home has been struggling. <clears throat> Both teams have been having some some issues uh, in terms of closing deals. Uh Dallas, obviously, they're good at home. How are they away? Uh, they're going to be in Miami at this one. Um, you know, and the Dolphins have also, they've had some injuries as well. Uh, and there's a lot of, a lot of guys out this weekend as well for Miami. Um, Miami at home against Dallas. Lots of excitement in this Christmas Eve game. There's a, also, this is like one, of, there's so much pressure on both teams in this game right now uh, for kind of different reasons. Like for Dallas, you got just humiliated last week by Buffalo. Buffalo just like embarrassed. They just ran it consistently just ran it down their throats and this is a team miami who's got most of who's got like 20 touchdowns they yeah. and hk they they're a team that can absolutely run it down their throats um and you, you come with tyreek but the thing is i just think that defense of dallas probably felt so embarrassed like yeah. guess, just to have that happen to you i think they're going to come for Tua, and i think that with that offensive line michael parsons can he didn't really do anything in that game last week and i think you're gonna he's gonna be extra motivated to kind of come in, Dallas kind of, especially with Philly losing the other the last the other game uh, against which they didn't think we were going to lose against Seattle, kind of made that loss a bit easier. So they're still not out of it. Um, and I just think the team that gets, I just that thing, the team that gets humiliated plays better. Miami whooped on a bad Jets team, yeah. but again, they have the pressure that they drop one of these games and Buffalo wins the next two. That last game's for the division. Yep, and potentially division and out of the playoffs who knows um so it's it's gonna be a really intense game i can't wait to watch this again this is one that interferes right around dinner time it's gonna be a nightmare but um my son i might have to be watched on a delay like six hours later mm-hmm. to be honest um i might have to do that just to be smart but i'm gonna go with dallas i just think again i think my the fact that it's in miami is good but I just think there's something about Dallas getting their asses kicked and everyone just shit talking them all week. I think they're going to step up. They're going to make it hard. And especially Dak, who, who was the MVP. Mm-hmm. Everyone was talking Dak MVP, Dak MVP. And he just maybe lost it on that one game. And now 
here comes Tyreek back healthy. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be fun. Um, I'm going to go Dallas to win uh, 29 to 27. Two-point spread, exactly what I have. I've got a 27-25 for Dallas. Same reason. Um, Miami's going to struggle against stopping the run. And it seems like, as we said, we were talking about illnesses going through the league. Um, Miami, from what I've read reports, uh, got a little bit of bug going on through the locker room, which I think is going to affect them. Also injuries uh, with some of the players. As you're right, Dallas was humiliated. Um, and they've taken enough beatings um, in public that the, you know the, you get the 10 wins, but those four losses were pretty demonstrative. Uh, I like them to come back, and this one is like as as you uh, shoot out, but I don't think Miami's going to be able to contain it. That defense will be fierce. 27-25. Bear down, everyone. As we head into Chicago, uh, where the Bears are four-point favorites. They're 5-9 and nine against an Arizona team who is sucking balls. 3-11. Uh, 43 points is the over-under in this one. Bears have been uh, on a winning streak, and uh, four-point favorites. Personally, as a Bears fan, I cannot see Arizona mounting any sort of a challenge against a Bears defense, which has been playing well, uh, a running game, and Justin Fields, who's playing for his job. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to call it a 10-point win for Chicago, 23-13. to 13. Ooh. How do you like see, my I'm Bears? In a, I'm, in, I'm in a little bind here with this game. Mm-hmm. Well, not only for one reason, for fantasy purposes, where I have Brock Purdy, who's been taking me, basically on his back, him mm-hmm. and McCaffrey carrying my team to Now he's got Baltimore coming up, which is probably the next game we're talking about. Yeah. Or do I go with Fields, who's been absolutely just had a couple good games, but could kill you. Do you kind of overthink it and go Fields versus Arizona because of the running yards? And then all of a sudden Purdy goes, and then you, you lose. So I don't know what to do. I think a lot of people I would are going to have that. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I know you would. I know you would. But I don't know. I feel like Purdy's brought me here. I should just stick with him. I've got to do a lot of soul searching for this one. But I don't know. I thought Arizona, at least Arizona with Kyle Murray is a lot more dangerous. They can move the ball. But yeah, I think the Bears defense is playing better. I think the fact that they blew that game last week against mm-hmm. Cleveland when they had it wrapped up and they had it won and they just let Joe Flacco back in. Yeah which is insane. I think they're going to want to fix that. Again, Fields, I think Fields is playing intentionally to screw up the Bears' draft spot. I would be if I was him. Uh, But it doesn't really matter because he's still going to have Carolinas. But I think, uh, I'm going to go, I agree with you, the Bears. I don't think it's going to be a a whooping. I think it's going to be close because I think Kyler can keep it close with his legs. Um, So I'm going to go 21-20, Bears win, just one point. A little bit of a cover. Uh, our final game on Christmas Eve. Eh, I don't know who's going to want to watch this game. New England are three and eleven. Denver are seven and seven. Six and a half point favorites. Mile High Stadium. It's going to smell like weed in the air. It's thirty four and a half point over under in this one. Six and a half points. Uh, quite a bit of a spread here against the New England team and Bill Belichick. Is it his last year? We don't know. Uh, but Sean Payton was not very happy with Russell Wilson. No, he's been sh- he's been sharing the love. Uh, Denver at home six and a half. Uh, what's this your Christmas Eve feeling? That yeah, that was like an, an undressing as much as yeah. anyone's ever been undressed man, in public. That was just an absolute. Um, yeah, I think again. Yeah, I think Denver's got the team that's got something to play for. I think the Pats are trying to get that first pick, second pick. So they got two more games again. They got Buffalo next week, which is probably going to be a loss. So unless Belichick sees this as one of the only ones, and then they got the Jets at the end, which is going to be the funniest game of the year when it screws the Patriots over when they beat, when they beat the Jets, knocking them out of the top three. It's going to mm-hmm. be glorious to watch. Um, but yeah, uh, 
What do I like this one? Why don't you tell me your score and I'll pick a mine. I, I've got. I'm picking New England and an upset in this one. Uh, I've got. Uh, I think. I think New England. It's just one of these games where Belichick smells blood, and and it's just going to be a disruptive game. I've got New England and upset fourteen to twelve. Um, I I just I don't. I think seeing so many issues with Denver. Uh, and just how angry Peyton was, I, I can't see them fixing this. And Bill Belichick's going to smell that. So I, I've got a little yeah. bit of an upset here uh, with New England, uh, just to just to throw it into the mix. No, I can't go with that. I think the Denver knows they're out of the playoffs probably if they lose this. So, and I think New England's playing for that that quarterback. Maybe there's a deal in place where they're like, "All right, Belichick, you can stay. Mm-hmm. You get us that top two pick, and you can stay coach, but you're not going to be GM." I think something like that's going to happen. Uh, because I could see that absolutely happening. So I, I'm going to go with Denver. I think New England does what they do to lose this game. And even though, you know, Russell Wilson is going to have a bad, he's going to play better after that embarrassing dress down. So um, I think I'm going to go with 25 to 17 for the Denver. Ooh, a little bit of eight point spread. Christmas Day, everyone. Ooh, how excited is this NFL on Christmas Day? Tell the kids to <laughs> shut up and play with their toys. As we've got three games on tap uh, in the Eastern Time Zone, one four and eight o'clock. The first game we have at the early game, at one p.m. Eastern Time, is Las Vegas, who are six and eight, heading into a Kansas City team who has been struggling as of late. Kansas City's nine and five; they're ten point favorites in a forty-one point over/under affair. Uh, you know, Las Vegas uh, lost, but uh, last week they were able to rally a bit. Uh, the coach playing up on fiery, firing them up. Uh, and obviously Max Crosby uh, playing it up, but uh, Kansas City at home in this one on Christmas Day. Will Tay-Tay be there? Who knows? Um, does Las Vegas no, have a chance not. in this? Uh, not really. I think, again, with with how everyone's kind of flailing and falling a bit, you know, Kansas City's got pretty much a cakewalk to finish probably the two seed um, because they're, they're probably not going to drop anymore. I think the schedule has, like, the Chargers, the Raiders, and... Mm-hmm. Maybe Denver. I think Denver again, maybe. Or Cincinnati. They play Cincinnati yeah. um, with Browning. So I think they're going to be able to pretty much walk into the second seed. So I think, again, the Raiders, Aiden O'Connell on the road. I think it's a tough place to play on Christmas Day. It's a weird day to play, yeah. especially people away from their families. It must, Especially when you're not a motivated team, it must be hard to play on Christmas Day, I imagine. At least Kansas City's got something to play for. They're going to be a bit more healthy. They're probably getting uh, Pacheco back, so... I think they're gonna go out. They're gonna go out and put on a Christmas Day show for their fans. I think you want to do that. So um, I think they cover. I'm gonna go uh, thirty to seventeen. Kansas yeah, I'm with City. you on this one in terms of cover. I got it thirty to fourteen. Uh, Kansas City at home Christmas Day. Santa will be in the house. Um, it's just yeah. you know Kansas City. Obviously, they need this. This is a obviously a divisional win. But nine and five, they need to go. They need this for a tenth win. Um, and they have been struggling. Uh, the defense needs to step up in this one. So, yeah, I'm with you on this one. I think Kansas City will cover the 10-point spread. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, Kansas City gets a victory. We head into the NFC East. As the New York Giants are 5-9, and nine, Jimmy Cutlets, Tommy Cutlets is heading in against a, a Philadelphia team who's 10-4. and four. Man, they've had some struggles. Jalen Hurts as well, not looking the same. But Philadelphia are 12-point favorites in this one at home. The batteries will be chucked at the at the Giants fans. The over under is forty two and a half in this one. Um, does the, do the Giants have any chance? And and as is this the game where Philadelphia 
writes the ship that was uh sort of kind of yeah kind of has to be doesn't it like it just Mm -hmm. feels like if philly can't get back on track after a big after a big loss to seattle last week um it just feels like this is what they have to especially jalen hurts who just hasn't looked himself he's looked slow he's not been able to even get the pass he's not passing it around and it's it's got to be worrisome if you're philly it's like what is happening we were Mm -hmm. this 10 and 1 team a few weeks ago and now we're 10 and 4 uh, we're reeling, and at least we got a team that, again, we had Tommy DeVito. It was fun, but I think last week he didn't have a great game. I think he got kind of hurt, but he's. it's going to be tough for them to compete. I think Philly needs this. They got a, they they lucked out. They got Dallas with another tough game so that they could potentially, they can't afford to slip up on these ones. They're too important, and you want to still get that potentially two seed the one seed's probably gone yeah unless baltimore can pull off a win here this this week but um i'm gonna go philly kind of get back on track uh 27 20 against the giants oh giants to cover um i don't have the giants to cover i've got it 31 to 13 i I can't say the giants this is the game that philadelphia you know gets angry um and this is a perfect angry game on christmas day um the crowd will be loud these two teams don't like each other. And, you know, Philadelphia, obviously this is, they need, you know, they're not going to get the one seed, but they need to keep winning. And this is an easy win for them. I think they're going to stomp them. So I've got it 31 to 13. The final game we have, oh my gosh, it's the Super Bowl, everyone. Uh, as everyone has been sort of talking, this could be the Super Bowl. Both teams are 11 and three as Baltimore heads into San Francisco. Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey, both looking like an MVP season. Uh, five and a half point favorites for San Fran in this one of the over under being 47 uh, in England. It'll be very difficult to watch this game because it's late, but Ryan and I will be in North America. Right. We'll, we'll be able Definitely to watch this game. Watch. The kids will be asleep. Uh, the, the the booze will be flowing. Everyone will be fat from the Christmas feast. Uh, and what a game. Yeah. What a game. The, this is going to be. You got to fight um, the trip to fan. Basically, oh, yeah. is what you got to do. Um, how do you like this? Um, how do you, I, the Super Bowl I, matchup? Ooh. I listen, I think it's hard to bet against how good San Francisco's looked. I think mm-hmm. right now they're just hitting on all cylinders. I really think they want to get Brock Purdy that MVP. I think they they want to shut everyone up about it. They're tired of hearing about it. And I think Lamar on the other side is having a great year. Like it's hard to he's got he's been kind of doing it more himself, which is more mm-hmm. kind of MVP-ish, where everyone sees Purdy as just like a system quarterback and all this. So I just think this, it's just hard. The way McCaffrey's playing as well, it's just like, how do you stop him? Like we saw yeah. Baltimore, as good as their defense was a couple of weeks ago, the Rams put up like 30 on them. Yeah. And in the rain, like it wasn't like they, they've also had a couple of games, you know, where, where they've given up like 30 to like, I think they got, they, they lost to Baltimore or sorry, um, Indianapolis. They've given up, they've had some weird games. So yeah. I just think right now, with, with the way San Francisco is healthy, I just think they're unstoppable. I think it's going to be hard for anyone to really beat them. So I think they just go in, take care of business. Um, I'm going to go 29 to 24 for San Francisco. You got the Baltimore to cover then, the five and a half. Um, is it five and a half? Five and a half. No, yeah. no, I'll take it. I'll take it. Let's go 30 to 24. I'll take the six. I'll take them to, to cover. Stanford. Yeah, I've, I've got a six points as well. I've got a 26 to 18. Um, losing Keaton Mitchell. Uh, for Baltimore is huge. He was playing really well. And, and what's the running game now? You know, whoa, how are they going to run the Gus, ball? Gus, baby. Uh, He's on my fantasy team. Gus is yeah, back. It's still, it's still not the same. Mitchell was playing such such good football, and it really showed it. When he was playing, you're like, oh, man, th- these guys really could have a chance. 
I just don't that San Fran defense is going to make it so hard on Lamar at home. Now, they're both 11 and three teams and, and obviously people talking about the Super Bowl matchup, but I just can't you can't think that the San Francisco is not going to win. I've got them to win it 26 to 18. That's it. That's it for all the games, folks. Merry, Merry Christmas to all of you from Wade and Ryan, uh, NFL in London, and hope you guys enjoy the games. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with uh, a recap and, uh, and talk about all the presents we got. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>